Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Tuesday, September 8th at 2 p.m. in New York, so let's get after it. Over the past few months, many investors have been surprised by the persistence and magnitude of the move higher in U.S. equity markets. Add us to that list. While we were early to call for a new bull market back in late March, we have to admit we did not expect the S&P 500 to make its way to 3,600 by Labor Day. We doubt many others did either. Therefore, when equity markets sold off last week, we weren't surprised. Nevertheless, the velocity and magnitude of the move was unusual. As it turns out, the culprit for the sell-off was the same for the dramatic rally in August. A month ago, I was on this podcast suggesting equity markets might take a breather as we entered the seasonally soft time of the year, fiscal stimulus faded, and the election uncertainty heated up. That timing proved to be wrong, however, as August turned out to be one of the best months of the year rather than one of the weakest. The driving force for this rally was unprecedented call option buying and leading tech stocks from mainly retail investors, but also a few large institutions. The broker-dealers who sold these call options were now in a position where they would be buyers of the underlying tech stocks as they rose, but sellers when the rally finally exhausted and rolled over. In short, the huge open interest in call options would act as an amplifier to whatever direction the market wanted to go, particularly tech stocks. While this is a very plausible explanation for the strong rally in tech stocks in August and the subsequent and ongoing decline, it does beg another question. Why did these stocks reverse direction in the first place? First, many of these leading stocks have defied gravity over the past few months, reaching valuations not seen since the tech bubble in many cases. Second, these stocks are very large in size and therefore drive the S&P 500. And last week, the S&P 500 finally reached some key longer-term resistance levels around 3550. In other words, this was a natural stopping point for the rally to take a break in my view. Finally, and most importantly, we think the equity market is starting to contemplate the very real risk of rising long-term interest rates. Regular listeners will know that I'm a bear on long-term bonds, and I believe we're making a secular low in both nominal and real 10-year interest rates. Expensive tech stocks are particularly vulnerable to such a rise in rates should it occur. In our view, last week's reversal is the equity market's way of saying, we don't know exactly when rates are going up, but it's coming based on the fundamentals. As for support, we think stocks could fall another 10% before this correction is over. With regard to the fundamentals, we've been surprised on the upside, even with respect to our call for a V-shaped recovery. Both economic data and earnings revisions are the primary reason why stocks have rallied so much since March. Surging liquidity from the Fed would not have had such an effect on its own. It's true that valuations have surged too, but this is typical early in a recovery as the market anticipates the trough of a recession. In fact, that revaluation on trough earnings was completed several months ago, long before the move in tech stocks last month. Now, if interest rates begin to move higher as we expect, there should be a reset lower in valuations for all stocks, but especially those that are most sensitive to higher interest rates. Long-duration tech stocks fit the bill perfectly to lead such a correction. The bottom line is that we think this correction was overdue. The extreme positioning in the options market will simply expedite it and make it feel worse than it is. But once these positions are cleaned out and valuations have adjusted for the higher rate environment we think is inevitable, the bull market can resume as earnings growth becomes the sole driver. It also suggests that the bull market should broaden out again to those stocks most levered to the recovery rather than those that benefit the most from an economy that is still partially closed. As a result, we continue to advocate smaller capitalization stocks that are economically sensitive. This would include consumer cyclicals and services, financials, materials, and industrials. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts in the Market, please take a moment to rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps more people to find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.